Hello, and welcome to A Swift Discussion, a weekly podcast dedicated to talking about Taylor Swift one album at a time. I'm your host, Millie Muniz, and this week I got to sit down with my best friend and fellow Swifty, Jillian Tyndall, to discuss Taylor's debut album, Taylor Swift. Here's how it went. Okay, so this is the very first episode, which is very exciting. Um, and I'm here with my best friend and probably like the biggest Swifty that I know, Jill. Jill, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you, Millie? I'm good. I'm really excited to talk about Taylor Swift, Me the too. debut album from Taylor Swift. Um, so yeah, what do you think? Um, I have a a very soft spot in my heart for debut. I think especially for Swifties that have been around for the long haul, this album was the beginning of this sweet journey with Taylor throughout our lives and her life. And I think, especially because I was a little country bumpkin growing up, that initially this, like, this hit hard then, it still hits hard now, but especially then, it was, like, my genre, so... No, yeah, I totally get that. I think the reason why I kind of wanted you to be on this in the first place was like, we grew up very country, very oh, rural. Yeah. yeah, and like, I think in this album, we see Taylor, you know, like she has that twang in her voice. Like, mm-hmm. this is really the only album I feel like where we really get that from her. Yeah. And I think it's like a really special thing. Yeah. Um, So I kind of have like, written down that I think this album is very much, like, a look into Taylor's diary. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yeah, actually, recently I was watching the Miss Americana documentary, one of my faves, and she did talk a lot about how, like, this literally is, like, her diary. Like, a lot of these songs were, like, her writings from when she was, like, in middle school. Like, you're literally looking into the diary of a pre-teenage girl and that's super relatable because, you know, like a lot of these songs, like you have like ghost writers or people that are crafting these songs to just like fit the narrative of other people's lives. But her narrative is literally just more relatable than people seeking to relate to that na- narrative because it's literally just real. Yeah. Like it's so relatable because we've all been there. We've all had our moments. No, yeah, I totally agree. I think it's kind of funny for me, you know, like and you, I guess, too, because like we were like six when this album yeah. came out and I think like that's kind of weird to think about because we we really have grown up with her I mean some of these songs you look at the song the outside she wrote that when she was 12 years old yeah and like yeah it was written from the perspective of like not being able to like fit in with the girls in your middle school mm-hmm. but like I take that now and I'm like oh like I'm on the outside like here I am 20 years old and I'm still on the outside it feels like yeah so it's like this weird thing of like I feel like so many songs on this album kind of have like stood a testament and Mm -hmm. like have held through throughout like so many years and I think that just goes to show how like amazing of a songwriter that Taylor is and how she just like gets it a lot of the time I don't know I I feel like it's interesting too looking at you know her demographic debut is very different Mm -hmm. like very different yeah because I wrote it down too like this album's very take it for what it is like excuse my language like there's no bullshit in this at all um so yeah I mean do you get that absolutely 
I think that even like as a child, that song was just, these songs have always just been something to relate to. And you might not like, at six years old, you know, I'm not going through a breakup, but dang, I felt it. (laughs) I felt the teardrops on my guitar and I don't play the guitar. (laughs) But I think it's so, it's so awesome just to like, and even now I find myself like, it's funny, like if I'm like, crushing on a boy or in a relationship or feel like I'm in love or whatever the fuck people think they are in I like listen to these songs now and I'm jamming them even harder because I can relate to those emotions that she's feeling and just cry to these songs and scream to these songs because it's just so real and I think that that is so visible in her lyrics and in just the whole song itself and the production yeah I, I feel like it's kind of important to touch on not a lot of people like debut. Yeah. And I, I'm there. I get it. It's not her best, in my yeah. opinion. Like, but Well, like, was your first essay you ever wrote your best? Was your first softball game your best? No. Exactly. But she started off pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that's another thing, too, and I'm glad that you brought it up of, like, we have to really think about, like, she was a child. Yeah, literally. And it's crazy because, like, this is such, like, a staple and, like, such a like a foundation, you know, for her. Like, this really launched her into stardom. And these songs were written when she was, like, 14. Yeah. You know, Tim McGraw was written when she was, like, she was writing that song while she was in her math class. Yeah. She wrote Picture to Burn in five minutes. Like, that is crazy. Picture to burn. No, it's so good. <laughs> the way that I still just can scream that song. <laughs> it's so good. But I feel like, I don't know, it's interesting when I talk to other Swifties. I mean, it was like, even like talking about this podcast and like a lot of what I wanted to do and what I wanted to touch on with her. So many people were like, why are you even talking about debut? Mm. And I just, I never understood so why the hate for it? Like, why do so many people hate you debut? You can't skip debut. This is so important for her story. And if you, like, you know, like, there's Swifties nowadays that are Swifties for, like, the TikToks and for the trends. But, like, this was, like, a cool, like, just masterpiece that she's been creating for years. And it's so awesome to see it develop. And that's why I'm a Swifty, like. From the beginning, it's just been so cool to see her change it up. And I feel like as I was getting older, like I was growing out of my like country yeehaw phase into maybe wanting to listen to more pop music and then reputation comes out and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have feelings. Like I feel like she walked a lot of people through their lives and changed herself as we were changing ourselves. And it's like so important to look back in my life, like where I came from and where you came from, like we go back to our little small towns and we remember where we came from, but then we get to appreciate where we are now because of that. So, like, you can't appreciate Midnight's if you don't appreciate Debut. I had to go on a little tangent there. No, I get it. I think, like you were saying, a lot of people are in it now and they weren't in it back then. And that's no shame. I'm yeah, not no going to be the person that yeah. keep, keeps Taylor Swift. She's Taylor Swift like that's literally so stupid (laughs) yeah but at the same time I think a lot of the fandom has been built around this idea of like hidden messages Mm -hmm. and hidden interpretations and trying to figure out who the next song is going to be about and what this era means and that that element of mystery and that element of surprise like it is not here in debut like Mm -hmm. 
like I said, you know, take it for what it is. It's straightforward. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that Sam cheated on me and should have said no. Yeah. I'm going to tell you <laughs> that I have the biggest crush on a man named Corey. I'm going to tell you that I want Drew to be my boyfriend so bad and he makes me cry and on my guitar, you know? Like, yeah. there's nothing left for us to guess. Mm. And I, I feel like that's almost the reason why so many people don't like it. Mm. Because there's nothing for them to, like, try and figure out. And there's yeah. nothing for them to keep going back to to figure out. It's mm -hmm. kind of like, okay, I'm going to listen to debut maybe once a year. And yeah. there's nothing for there's nothing else for me to do. Yeah. Besides just sit there and listen to it. Um, but I don't know. I feel like debut as an album is very universal. Mm. Which is interesting because she talks so specifically about things. And these are like her very personal experiences and her very personal stories but the way that it's so universal I don't know I just feel like it goes to show just how amazing of a songwriter she is yeah and how much she feels and how deeply she feels mm. um yeah it's a it's a good it's a good album I really like it yeah me too and I don't like that it gets hate yeah I feel like I'm protective of it <laughs> it's my childhood low-key yeah like, I'm going to be honest, like, debut wasn't my first introduction to Taylor Swift. It was very much fearless. Mm. But I feel like, like you said, this is who she is. Yeah. And this sets us up for everything else to come from her. Yeah. Um, it definitely was my first introduction. It was, like, I was all up in the country music genre, and this got tangled in it. And I always thought that, like, it was so sweet and so fun, and I'd be listening to it with my, like, friends on little CD players back in the day whenever the lyrics were a little different in a certain <laughs> song. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but it definitely just, like, the songs also are just nostalgic for me, and so I think that's why I'm a bit more protective of them because I relate them so much to my childhood. Yeah. No, I agree. Um... I, it was kind of funny. I was listening to Mary's song, mm -hmm. and there's always, like, a very soft spot in my heart for Mary's song. Yeah. And I was listening to it, literally at Brookshire Brothers, and I was like, wow. Like, this is, like, like, I could picture myself with my Radio Disney yeah. CD player in my room listening, being like, I want to grow old with someone. Yeah. Like, I want to marry my best friend. Like, it's just but, the, like, again, that's a very specific story Yeah. That she, that she wrote, but it makes you feel something. And I think she's just very good at that, and I love her. Dude, literally, it's so funny how back in the day I would scream these songs. Like, a lot of these songs are heartbreak songs, as though I had went through something. <laughs> Even though six-year-old me was literally just worried about, like, Tommy at the playground that said he didn't <laughs> want to be my boyfriend. And then just going through stuff now, it's like she walks us through that. And it's, like, these songs, like, she gave us in our childhood that are, like, helping us through things now. Like, me and my roommates, after I went through a little breakup, we took the pictures all outside and we blasted picture to burn and we did a little bonfire. But it's so funny that, like, we're taking these things from our childhood and literally applying them to our lives now. And she's, like... It's like a lifelong friend in a not like cringy weird way. Like Taylor has been there through everything and 
God, I sound like such a fangirl right now, but it's so sweet to just see like how she sticks with us through our lives. And I'm sure I'll be 50 years old still listening to these songs. No, yeah, I. that's actually kind of what I wanted to touch on a little bit. Because, you know, I, in preparation for this, I went back for the first time in like a really long time. And I had to really sit down and listen to what she was saying. And I felt like almost like very like emotional and very sad in the way that like yeah I was you know so-called heartbroken mm -hmm. when I was like 10 in my yeah. room listening to this but like I feel like these songs mean so much more and they mean something mm -hmm. so much dip like they're so different now when you yeah. know you're 20 and you're in college and those feelings of heartbreak and loneliness Mm. and like you know those spurts of joy that you get in Mary's song or in our song like yeah. your first date and you're thinking about mm. like all of these wonderful things and you're thinking about the future like yeah. I don't know I feel like the way that I felt about this album when I was 13 or like younger like yeah that's very much nostalgia but the way that I feel about it now at 20 I think means something so different yeah that's like it's funny you say that because when you said our song you're like saying naming these songs and I'm thinking of memories but they date from like literally me being like little like there's videos of me like singing our song like in the car to where like now like our song has memories associated from last year that I think of and it's just like music's so cool in the way that you like associate these things with it and it's such a blessing honestly just to be able to like like process your emotions through these songs but that's like what you said like we're recreating new memories with these songs and it just like means different things now than it did then yeah that's super cool any final thoughts I think everyone needs to go back and listen to debut and not be so judgmental and harsh and just try to like hear it for the art it is because yes, it's not Midnight's, yes, it's not Reputation, but this is why we have Midnight's and Reputation.